When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. DJ Wino, JG, DJ Wino. I love episodes like this, bro, because the stuff that happened before my time is cool, though. Yeah, you hear stories and stuff, but to actually sit with someone and understand that, that we're actually living it, it's different, G. They traveled the world, my boy. Yeah, he literally did say he was all over the damn globe. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but for me, bro, I just got to say, bro, like just to have an individual like that that's still from the L.A. area, because you know, like I said, my mom grew up in that area, and to hear those stories, it's, it's pretty dope you know, for me, my perspective. But I think the guest is really, I mean, the listeners are really going to like this guest uh, angle. Long live Coolio. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he really dropped a lot of stuff that I really think y'all gonna really find interest in but i don't want to say too much but make sure y'all get towards the end of the episode yeah, all the way that's what y'all want to be able to listen to trust <laughs> and believe me but yeah. yeah hey man enjoy we will talk about certain things you want yeah you know what i'm <laughs> saying but no nah, i mean i'm open i'm an open book I hear you. Nah, I ain't got nobody talking about coming and see me lock me up and nothing i'm days <laughs> over that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm i like to hear you're, you're finding peace in life huh uh the peace has been found man yeah. You know, and then y'all gonna give me a little this right here. And even though, you know, this is like a truth serum for some people. <laughs> you no, know, it is. It, no. help, it helps enhance, you yeah, know. Yeah, but my name Wino, so, you know, I'm like, it's a little different. <laughs> what does I'm, Wino mean? Can we get into that first? It means what it means. It means Wino. I got my hey. name when I was 12 years old. You remember, you remember, you remember Good Times? Yeah, yeah. Rem- I, remember Ned? Ned the Wino, oh, yeah. Ned my. was also, uh, he was all. Richard Pryor was used the Ned DeWino in his most of his excerpt on his uh, comedy. Really? Yeah, Ned, Ned, and stuff. Yeah, he would use Ned DeWino. So I've only because I grew up watching Good Times. I've only seen Ned DeWino mm. in Good Times. I didn't mm-hmm. know he actually was a bigger character outside of that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Winos, the month. Winos have been around. Every, you know, Winos been around the whole time. How you think they made wine? Say that. Say that. Say <laughs> somebody that. Somebody had to do it. You <laughs> That's know? true. And somebody had to test it and drink it. If we can, Jay, you know what I'm saying? We started off this whole entire podcast drinking wine. It was based on wine. It, it was, was based upon vino. It was based upon. You're damn you right, vino. That's, that's what I tell them when they don't understand. That's what we. That's literally what we drink. So yeah. I gotta ask. This is my opening statement. Your vino a preference? What would oh, it be? Oh man, I'm I'm like nowadays. I walk around with pictures. You know, I know. I, I talk. <laughs> I, have, I show people pictures. Well, this is what I'm on because I can't pronounce a lot of things. You know, and I really my education is 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 still young when it comes to like a person to tell me the difference between. I am a uh, connoisseur, and then another one would be like, well, I'm a sommelier. Yes, sir. And I'll be sitting there like this. You're what? Yeah, what's a sommelier? I just be like, you what? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, because I'm wino. I'm east side wino. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But after they school me, then I'm like, well, and I go through a whole session of a wine tasting thing or something, or I'm somewhere in Italy and I'm doing it. I got to take pictures. Mm. But a lot of the real good wine doesn't have uh, it doesn't have a label, homie, because it's done for, it's for that place. Yes, sir. Yeah, so you're not getting this whole label thing. Not like, the real shit. It's a blank bottle. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Okay. Yeah, That's and true. we just made we just made a, a 15 gallons of some mulberry wine, which if you would ever look it up, it's almost $3,000 a bottle if you find it. Mm. See, but we already got a mulberry tree 
over where we at. I know we. I'm saying this is some crazy shit. No, yeah, this is what we yeah, do. I mean, no, this is that wino. This yeah. that real yeah. wino yeah. shit. Yeah, dive right in. No, no, we, we listening. Trust yeah. me. So, so we made our 15 pounds, our 15, uh, 15 gallons, and now we good for a minute, you know. But our, of course, it's bottled by us with no tag, no labels, no nothing, which is it's ours. Do you district? Do you go about? Nah. And the only place that shit is going is down the tank. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's going down to the tank, bro. Man, you said it's up to $3,000 for a... Well, for, yeah, if you got a, a real bottle of mulberry wine, pick first the mulberry. That's just a whole different type of uh, fruit. Mm-hmm. And then to use that fruit, it's already different than just some grapes, that, a bunch of grapes, grapes that grow on a vine mm-hmm. somewhere. There we go. So, yeah, so it's mulberry. What is the uh, percentage in alcohol content? We got it. I think we're at about 15-something. 15.7. Oh. Damn. We that's to how it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was smooth. You know, it's not a sweet. It's not bitter. It's right in the middle. From like the, that. the yeast that we chose to use when we uh, used the ferment. So, yeah. hold on, so you traveled to Italy and tried wine. Like, oh, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, you, yeah. you travel the world wine now? Oh, I didn't hit every spot in the world. I mean, yeah, every, I, I haven't missed one spot. I've been there one. twice too. Your really? pass, your passport is full. Had they had to add new pages? Oh my oh. god! Oh yeah. my god! Me and Coolio stay moving, homie. We ain't yeah. never stopped touring. That's never, a fact. Never, ever, ever. And that's what we gonna get into. A lot of people yeah. don't realize at the end of the day that's that's that that comes with you too. Coolio's background is really comes from. Yeah, yeah. We started. He he started with the Mass Circle on his solo career. He came to me. Yes, sir. And uh, shit. We you remember what year that was? Oh yeah, that was about ninety. It was about ninety when we st- started hanging. Ninety one when we really started cooking. Was know? that because of L.A. connection or what was? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I'm from Carson. He's from Compton. Yeah. But uh, if you understand, that's all. That's like, uh, well, two minutes away from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You leave Carson, you in Compton. Mm-hmm. If you leave Com- if you leave Carson, you in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. So we like to right in the center of those two, which is all L.A. County. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when Cool came through, man, it was it was an easy call. Cause I already knew who he was. I was over there fucking with Raz, Kaz, and him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was already like the dude. I was doing shit like uh, shit you might not know nothing about. But I was fucking with people like True, uh, True Blue, Kiki Loco, and some real LA that's that hardcore gangbang shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That's where I started at. And then all of a sudden, you know, things started changing. But Dub C in the Mass Circle, cool was like, man, I'm from the Mass Circle, bro. I'm about to try to do my own thing. And I was like, say less. I got you. I mean, what we gonna do? Mm. Run it. When you said things started changing, what does that mean? Uh, music, like from me just doing straight hood shit, mm-hmm. you know, because I used to do the parties in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really winding from my neighborhood. So everything, what happens is just from that alone, you wind up doing the DJ and all the parties from all, for all the neighborhoods, really. And then you look up and one day somebody's saying, we're talking about record deals. That's the things that start changing. Yeah. So now all of a sudden we're not doing parties anymore. And then the real change was... We got we got an opportunity that changed everything, you know. Our first single and it just never stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after the voyage, we we went on that fantastic voyage. Ain't, voyage. It ain't never stopped. We yeah. was listening to that today too. Yeah. It was like at the end of the day. So you being a part of that track, well, I, I made that track. That you made that track. Yeah, you made that beat. Yes, sir. you engineered that whole entire yeah, every single thing. That's crazy. Nah, but that's that's respect because we have this individual that we we talking with right now. I really want to know because we literally came across that and we had an idea because we it didn't say on there like you know, oh that's crazy. So, you know what I'm saying? So Over I just time. Want, yeah, I just want to understand is like what goes into that and what went into that in that moment making Fantastic Voyage with Coolio and actually making sure because it's a it's a forever classic. Oh, it's yeah for it's the a, culture. It's considered, it's considered a classic now. Uh, Man, that was a e- that one again. We all we did was concentrate. You heard me say, I DJ to parties for my neighborhoods, yes, sir. right? Well, just on that alone, that means you're trying to party. We ain't we we got enough bullshit going on. Yeah, we trying to do our thing. So me and Cool always knew 
we got to figure this out. We can't go around. We ain't no need to gang bang on, on no mm. damn music. Have a good time, homie. Mm. We going we gonna to bang offside, offside this regardless. That's a net. It's there. As soon as you walk out the party, you back. <sighs> you know, here it is. Back to reality. You was, know? was the block open to that, to hear you guys yeah, do that? Yeah, because the block, were... we party. What yeah. block don't party? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but... you ain't never seen neighborhood not party. Yeah. They go up. No, you know, yeah, and then, and, like and, I said. And if it's the homie's voice that's oh, on the tune, They're going to go all the way up, yeah. and then it's back to reality. Let's hit the corner and figure this shit out. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so going into it, like the production-wise, though, it just was just doing music and saying, we're going to add a different type of element. We ain't going to just keep it like the, some people dark, kind of like that melodic, that gangster, gangster feel, which is cool. We got that. We know how to do that one too. Mm-hmm. But we like, uh, what do we do to make it a little more upbeat, but make you not run from it? If you if you think you that all that that thug. Yeah. You know, how, how can that thug be like, this all right though, right here. You know, I ain't scared to show that I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. Cause you know you hit a thug something too. He got a little too too soft for the me. Layers, the layers, yeah, yeah. You know, you know he, he got a little too soft for me. You know, you be like, man, nigga, <laughs> have a good time. That's no cap. I, I kind of want to get into like I'm I, again. Like you said, I don't I don't know too much. That's why I'm excited to hear this. I wanted to get my approaches to get to know you and like okay. what you've been through. So like speaking on L.A., I've been out here for officially a year next month. So. How has you seen L.A. change from the 90s and earlier than that to now? Like, Well, man, I mean, I can't. I'm going to tell you, it's it's easier. Easier some now? Say, some people say it's harder, but it's easier. Why is that? Uh, what happened is, I mean, a lot of reasons, a lot of a lot of the gang culture, and that's the only thing I ever knew about, gang culture was just kind of like, it's still active, but it's they not, they not on just all bullshit. We was on that bullshit. You come to the neighborhood, homie, you don't belong here, period. You know, keep your, because it still was, so you know, it stemmed behind. Somebody wanted to take over somebody's spot. Somebody wanted to, you know, fuck on somebody else's woman. Somebody wanted, in which, in which it was never your woman in the first place then. If she doing that. I'm just saying, Go but ahead. you don't understand until you grow up. Somebody <sighs> trying to break in your shit. Because they not from over there. So we was on that. I call it that bullshit sometimes. But a lot of times it was really just to keep other bullshit out. You know, but it creep bullshit, creep bullshit. They, I, that get along. They, that for some reason go together. Is that why you've spent the toilet? Like it was time for you to say when that time? Nah, like, man. I mean, t- shit. Yeah, well, you know, my, uh, I think <laughs> the people I was running with, man, I think all of them either dead or gone. But... A few of them still here, and some of them death row. Uh, some of them, you know, got a hundred some plus years. They mm-hmm. give them, they give them, they got numbers that they can't come home from probably, and I hope they can. But uh, I got a good warning. Somebody came, looked at me in my eyes, and told me, "You're next." Mm-hmm. They, they they told me, "You." What next. was that? Like a church or something? Nah, like, I wish it would have been the church, <laughs> <laughs> but they just gave me the. I had the wire pa- tap papers. I looked at everything. Mm. It was going down. I mean, I, I, it was right there. It was on me. And then, but they instead of them, because I did. I guess they didn't have what they wanted at the time, and they just told me, "You're next. Mm. You go ahead and make that mistake." But you got that message. Though. Oh, I mean, shit! It was clear. Damn. He said it in English. <laughs> this that. motherfucker looked at me and told me I was next. How old were you like, at this time? Uh, probably about 20, 20, 21, 22. 22. So. 21, 22, how many yeah. years was you going, you know, how long did it take for you to go what to What happened was we hit. We hit. Me and Cool hit 
right around the twenty my twenty two age. Mm-hmm. So when we hit, then they knew. Yep. And when they knew, they just came on some. You know, I guess like you got an opportunity to do something different. Yep. But if you don't take that chance, you're next. Damn. Yeah. He said he gave me more than that. He was like this. It ain't the same when you grew up. He said all kind of shit to me. He's like this. Do you remember when uh he started telling me shit? I'm like, yeah. He said, do you remember this picture of you? And he gave me the pee. He gave me everything I need. I'm like, damn. He said, we got it. We, we where we want to be in, in this business, in this in this thing that y'all call y'all. It's our job. Yeah. We do it all the time as a job, and we got everything we need. Mm. And he said, what you know, it ain't like it used to be. Yeah, and I was like this. <laughs> I'm that way. Hey, yeah, yeah. and then he hit me with the last one. He said, "By the way, did you steal my my police car that time?" And I looked him right in his eyes. No, I did not. No, <laughs> you thought I was gonna say exactly. Yes, sir. Exactly. Yes, sir. Exactly. Yes, sir. And you know, you know, so at the end of the day, I'm just uh uh trying to say through your examples, you know uh. Cause uh, my dad, you know, what I'm saying, had his dips and dabbles in the streets. Okay. I grew up in different stores. My mom, my my dad grew up in Oakland. My mom grew up in South Central. You know what hey, I'm saying? two pl- two real areas. You feel me? That's right. So I've heard my fair shares of you know what it is, and I just want to say for you, like you said, that, that happened to you. I think you said 22 years old. 22 was when it was time for me to say I got to make a choice. You know, like a real cl- cl- clear cut, dry choice. Yes, sir. Took time, but yeah. What was the lifestyle for you to actually even get into that? What made you even want to be a part of that? I Your mean, fam, like- my family, you know, mm-hmm. raised by my cousins, raised by my uncles. Mom's at work. She's doing what she thinks she needs to do, which is uh, what she was right. Mom working hard. Pops, motor seat, president of a motorcycle club. Okay, and yeah. Kind of get a little simpler after that. I hear you. So, and my so pops, yeah. And wherever, wherever, wherever he had it, didn't matter. So when mom tell me I got to be at work for eight hours, I'm like, good. I'm going to go do me for eight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you running with your cousins, and they older than me, so yeah, I'm, just, I'm out on the street. And this is growing up in... Nah. I got step, but no no real, no uh, no blood siblings. Mm. Well, I, no, my pops made a sister. I got a, I got a sister. <laughs> he made a sister. Yeah. Yeah, he made me a sister. He made me a sister. Yeah, he made me a sister. This is all growing up in Carson, though, is what you said. Yeah, yeah. Started in L.A. Uh, started off... Like everything from from the beginning was, uh, I mean, I give streets up and all. I don't give. This is what it is. So I started off on 84th in Maine, and then when I uh, 84th in Los Angeles. Yeah, 84th in Maine. Over Street. there by the freeway, right against the. Uh, well, yeah, it runs parallel to the freeway. Yeah, that's so. So that's where I st- I went. I did all the way up to was a seventh grade, and I was gonna go to Bethune or whatever. They they had me at South Park uh, Elementary, and I went was gonna go to Bethune, and then on that move right there, my mom was like, "Oh hell no, nah, you already starting to." You know, cut up, mm-hmm. cut the fuck up, actually. Yes, sir. And, and they got me to Carson. I was like, it looked like I thought it was Beverly Hills or something because I didn't know no better. Then I got out there and them motherfuckers told me the same shit I was hearing on 84. <laughs> it was like, where you from? Yeah. And I'm like, well, thank God I already knew the script. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and then I wound up going where I was going. Them niggas was actually the same. They was Crips. So I'm like, well, I guess it's going to be safe for me to tell them this is all I know. Yeah. And it was the same thing again. It was that that circle, that cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, and you jump in that cycle. Understood. Yeah. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Cycle, My mom grew up on 89th. Oh, okay. I know 89th and Zamora, 89th and what though? 89th and uh shit, that's over there. On the east side? Hooper around that area? Cause now I'm a bush. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm now you gotta go. I'm gonna go in and be like, 
I know I, your mama. I, I, I don't want to do him like that, but you know. I, got I don't want to do him like that. <laughs> We're not going to do him like that. I can look it up for sure because I was just looking that shit up. But uh, it's a, it runs. It's right against the freeway. They right the yeah, freeway. The one on eight. See what well, now? You know what what happened? Okay, so what happens is you. It it's funny how every work, but it, it you got all kind of little pockets. But eighty yep. ninth. Let me tell you, it don't really get a ch- it don't get a chance to run across the freeway because like eighty fourth really don't. But you can go all the way down till you run out. So, cause let me see, main ways. Fit. Oh, I was fig. just on this shit too. Yeah, but if lie. you all, she, I would need to know if she was on 89th and Fig, 89th and it was Fig. No, Fig was on the no, Fig was on the other side of the freeway. So you go across the freeway from. So fig. that's what I say. So if you 89th and Main, mm. then you start running. Them, them all run next to each other already. Okay. You know, as the next street over to the next street over. Yes, sir. You know, so if she was next to the freeway and but she was still on. The east side of the freeway. Then yeah, she could have been off Avalon. She could have been off of Maine. She could be off of San Pedro, which is further away. But she she could have been off Fig. Any of those. Still. Yeah, but Fig is considered the west. Yep. Yeah. So we be clear. That's that's they consider that west. Kind of like Main Street. The freeway basically broke up, broke the center of it. But people tell you everything on that side of Maine is west. Every single thing on this side is east. But the freeway definitely broke the. Broke the divider between the east and the west. That's why right. it's right by that freeway. Okay, say yeah. less. Yeah, yeah. Say but anyway, less. anyway, back to that music, yeah. man. Nah. This is how we got nah, that yeah. music. Go, is how no, we no, got it. Let's just start touching on the, the streets just a little bit more. Like, do you find yourself ever want, going back or want to go back just for like that? Just that. I'm going home. I mean, as soon as I leave here, yeah, I'm going, going to do it. Yeah, I'm going back I, I over there. I'm tapped all the way in. Yeah, you know, no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good voice. Well, okay, you because know you know you hear it, like you get out, you just like there's no reason to go back. I'll just go to nah, Hollywood nah, and nah, go. Nah, no, nah. <laughs> I'm afraid I don't understand that life. No, yeah, still so, got friends and family out there. I mean, I it's all my yeah. I'm 100. percent That's it. Mm. You know uh, what I did? I did as a grown a person making grown man moves, but I ain't leave nobody. I ain't believe nobody behind either. I mean, my my voice is counted. Yeah, yeah, it's counted on too. So. You touched on losing loved ones, and then obviously oh, losing Coolio. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, do you ever get survivors, or was it survivors guilt, or whatever they call that? Been around cool since we was kid. Now young men, I'm call us young men at that time. It's a it, it the, his absence is one thing that I do sometimes. Look over my shoulder and I laugh at some shit. Yeah, like you know, I just look back and find it a moment where I can laugh by myself. I, like right now, he got a he got a lawsuit uh, against him right now. He jumped on some bitch back, and they, and she got offended and said that he wrote her like a bull. Well, if you know cool, like I know that shit, that, it was funny as fuck. Yeah. So I laughed. You know, now she yeah, she sued him and the estate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm saying what it is. You know that was some frivolous shit because she partied about an hour afterwards. Even though he did jump on her back, that's yeah. <laughs> not it crazy? He jumped on her back. I'm like, cool, calm, yeah. kick back, homie. She's like, and he wrote in the articles. He rolled me like a bull, and I feel <laughs> I, I was embarrassed. Oh, She's man. a flight attendant or whatever. Okay, all oh, that's cool, but you still hung out. I said like she still stayed. You stayed and kicked it. Yeah. Did everything you felt like doing. Even upon you saying now you want to sue him, you just did it your way. I understand. We read whatever. Yeah, you do you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it just Quick, come up. that Basically. made me laugh again, man. But like, still, that people trying to get a case of the most craziest thing. Oh no, they people gonna work whatever angle they can get. See? Right. And when you didn't hit, when you've been outside long enough, you realize the older you get, the angles. It's a lot of angles because people <laughs> looking for safety nets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people looking for a life rope, a life rope, and all that. They look for anything that's gonna get him. 
a difference of where they at right now, mm. you know? Mm. Because there's a lot of people, man, they, they might not make it without that safety net. So how's that been for you going through what Coolio's, I mean, because the media says what they want to say about, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. how's that been for you being a, because you respect Coolio, mm -hmm. everything that he ha got has going on. So mm -hmm. I just want to understand, like, how's this going on for you, hearing all these stories, even with this woman, even with the media, TMZ, this and the third, like, when it's passing, like. Well, Coolio never made, he, he always made it clear that, uh, he had battled substance abuse. He he said it. Now, if you know him, you know it. Mm -hmm. All right? Now, what it, what happens is over time, you think hopefully a person has control of their battle. Yeah. But that demon right there is one that's, that, that that you may not never know what the next man going through. 10%. Yeah. You know, and then this new dope, you know, is different. So I'm going to say for sure my own way, they would never kill itself because I know how much he loved life. Right. But when somebody giving you something and you don't even know what he he don't probably, he may not even know what he giving you, mm -hmm. man, this shit happens. Uh, only sad part is I wish I could have really understood how how the battle, how deep the battle was. Wino got his own battle. Wino over here drinking with y'all right now. Understood. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, I got all my teeth. You know, I ain't no alcoholic and nothing. But I'm just saying, nobody knows what the next man is going through. So, but I did have a clue. Mm what my hallway was going through. Yeah. And the key is you never know when your people are going to leave. So when, while you're thinking you can work on them, help keep working on the clues and all the bits and pieces you get, it's, it's another line. It's another timeline out there that you ain't got no control over. Mm -hmm. And that timeline came and it collected. Mm -hmm. You know, and it told my homie, it's time for you to go, man. And I'm like this. And I guess I'm 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 definitely gonna take a sip for that. In a fantastic voyage, and it was a damn show, Gangsta's Paradise Ride. I'm to Coolio for Shelly. Mm -hmm. To Coolio. No, I, I've I've recently been talking about that. Like just the the percentage of people that face that battle. It's yes, sir. The ones that make out of it is ten percent. Oh, so man, I didn't know 90 yet. Are we talking about depression or what? what? No, just battle of, um, a, of, of substance, yeah, abuse. substance abuse. Yes, sir. Substance abuse. Right. Like that, if, that is a battle that only 10% of people get out of. Deep. So so when to hear the stories and be around them and seeing them and it's just like, wow, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that battle that people do face is something that we, we can't even fathom in their mind that they have to go and handle that, you know? It's, well, you know, I believe... I was probably offered everything in the world I could take. Luckily, I'm not a, f a fan of, of uh, nothing, really. I'm kind of like, uh, call me scary yes, sir. when it comes to, 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 to any drug. You know, I don't even get high. I don't smoke. I don't do nothing because when we would start smoking weed, cocaine got introduced to the picture in the 80s. And I was like, I'd be damned if I'm going to smoke some weed. And then all of a sudden, somebody over there talking about, well, you know, if you smoke that, we can smoke this. Mm. You know, I seen it go down already. I was looking at it. Mm -hmm. You know, and the first thing he's sick is a bitch on you. So I'm sitting there like this. You know, she over there like, oh, we can just get a little high. I'm like, you can get high by yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get this drink. Yeah. That's where wine will come along. Yes, sir. I'm going to make my mind up, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm going to have this drink. You do your smoking. I watched so many blues that battle, though, like you said. I never looked at the percentages, but I can tell you a gang of them lost that battle. Mm -hmm. You know, gang of them lost that battle. When you came up getting getting your name DJ Wino, like, how was that, being on set? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, are, you, are you that person? Like, you know, I need my bottle. I need my bottle right there as I'm spinning. My best friend is a DJ. Shout out DJ Kenzo. Shout okay. out Kenzo. DJ Kenzo does not drink, and, and I really would love to connect with you guys with that. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, but no, he don't drink. He don't smoke. He might drink some water. Okay. That's it. That's a beautiful thing. And his energy is through the roof every I, single I night. I don't drink before a show. Never have. Um, I, I, I treat it like a, what we would consider a job. So prior to me going, 
prior to me going to get like really like like right now, if we was we we were supposed to be on tour right now, but let's say all last year. While we can get down all last year and any time, I'm like, nah, I don't drink. I mean, we got we got our green room is straight, you know, because of course our rider. You get your riders. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what's our on rider, rider can say anything we want on it. You know, <laughs> yeah. we like we like we like. Yeah. And Wino got a preference. Everybody had a preference, but I never ever touched nothing before I get down. If I do, I have a beer, so I got to change that. If I drink a beer, that's just a social, social, some uh, social shit. But I didn't drink like I couldn't. I just don't perform like that. First of all, mm-hmm. I'm at my best sober. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, but that's period. That's the way I wake up. You're at your best when you wake up, anyway. So like, this is my first drink today, hanging with y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all motherfucking bad influence. <laughs> no, no. no. Well, as soon as I come in, y'all offer me a drink. Well hey, y'all well didn't deserved. know if I was going through the twelve steps or not. <laughs> no, no, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know hey. how to approach that. I ain't hey, gonna I could have been fighting this like I'm shaking, <laughs> homie. I need a drink. Can't say no now. We want to blow smoke podcast. I didn't know how. Like man, at the end yeah. of the day, he hey, came off a flight. Hey, Wino, would you like a drink? Um. Sure. Debating in here and not even knowing we didn't put him right down the road. I was on the 12 steps. I was like at step seven. I was doing God damn it. We were right there. <laughs> then I came over here. No, for real, though. No, nah, we good, though. But no, nah, I never. And then after, but after the show is over, I go in. Yeah. Yeah. But well, what's that called? That's, that's self discipline? I don't know. Right? Are you that? I don't know. No. Um, I don't yeah. eat beef and I don't eat pork either. So that's what I mean. <laughs> and I don't trick one. my money up with O's. So I got to. <laughs> got, is it self discipline or what? I don't know, no I don't know what you hey, call it. Hey, shut up, man. No cap. That is, he said, I don't trick my money off on hoes either. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot of things I don't do. So. Are you married? Not no more. Uh, have you ever paid for a hoe? No, like but it's once. been paid for. It's been paid for. For you? Yeah, I've been comped. Yeah, you've been comped. Uh, yeah, I've been comped plenty of times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's get into the women then. You've been Man. all over the country. Where's the most beautiful women at? Man, I just had my last person. I mean, I the country, spent the most. No, the last person I spent most of my little time with recently was in Colombia. Mm. You know, but so I was in the mountains in Colombia, hanging mm. out, just all over. But I had to go over there and you know brush up on my Espanol, but. Yeah, it was just just a better a good place to be. Yeah, yeah, it was a real real good vibe. What's the, what, I was gonna say, what is the vibe like? That's oh man, it was it was it was it was really for people that can't go. Ah, or haven't yeah, go. it would be hard to describe, man. Is why not going to the, like the resort types? Are you inland? No, are you, we ain't you no, dealing no with resorts? The... You know that. <laughs> Come on, I'm in. You wanna, I'm in you the turf, trenches, baby. Yeah, yeah I'm you? right there. I'm in a. Like when she with the uh, Camuno Trece, you know, like okay. where where Escobar and them started out okay. at, you know hey, what I'm saying? So like places where it is what it is, you mm-hmm. know. You're in the jungle. Yeah, uh, the the pueblos, you know, like mm-hmm. right there in the neighborhoods. Huh? These That's relationships dope. are these new relationships being able to go out there, or are these like old relationships that you held on to? A lot of times, I've just made known I've knew some people. I mean, I don't do nothing on on just some turn around and do it today. You know, yes. usually it's something I take a little trust. Just a little bit. To have people in different uh, countries, you know, because you never know what, which, mm-hmm. when you might need somebody in those areas. Oh, that's exactly right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I just I want to be able to pull that because that's yeah, nice. Yeah. I what, pull I pull every single country I've been to, man. I mean, I go to third worlds. I go what we consider third worlds because that's not somebody else's. Not, that's not their third world. That's their country. That's, yeah. You know, we come with na- names and then try to describe someone else's conditions when – that's their condition, which is normal. So I, I don't feel appropriate even using a lot of terms I've learned over the time. But because mm. um, it could be offensive to them, I would say, right? Yeah, because we we already come off as uh, arrogant. 
We do. Thank you, man. You know, lack of a word at that moment. Yeah, we come off as arrogant already just from being here. Mm -hmm. And I understand. I mean, I drove straight up Hollywood to get to y'all. You know, it's nice as fuck. Y'all offer me a nice drink. I'm telling you, bro. This this is nice equipment. You know, shit like that. Because I've gone and done things in other places where I still did what I was supposed to do and drank what they offered me. Yeah. You know, I'm like, hey, well, you know, what's this? Oh, it's that homemade, this, that, this, that, that. I'm like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is what you drank? Yeah, that's what we drink. Let's have a drink. Right. You know, you drink, and I'm like, mm, let me taste it, too. Okay. But that's the same, because if I, I just told you we make our own wine, so you would look. If you come to my house, I'm over here with a big-ass bucket of wine. <laughs> You're talking about, I just made this. It's ready today. <laughs> I'm going to be like, ah. You know what I'm right, saying? But right. you, I'm like, it's, 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 it's the 39th day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're over there looking at me like, uh. Yeah. And then we over there getting it out. Yeah. You're like, but it's but good. It, yeah, exactly. Yes, Homemade, and it's done. It's real, and it's organic. Yes, sir. You know, so this when it's real, like I'm saying from other countries, you got you to gotta respect that, man. Put that respect on that. What about food? I'm big on food. Like, what, what they, y'all y'all going to pick me. I like, we're going to talk about. Look, y'all going to go me. for a while. We got okay. time. We okay. got time. We're not could, rushing nothing. There it is, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We could do, you can pop another one. We definitely one talk about everything that we need to talk but, about. What's your time? Let's say, let's, yeah, let's I'm going to look at now. I, I'm good. You're good. I'm good. I'm I said, good. we're about 30 minutes in. We got another 30. And I was late. No, I was late. Yeah, we good. Come all right, though. Yeah. All right, though. The guests don't need to hear that. Yeah, I mean, the, the viewers, sorry. Nah, nah. And so, so when it comes to food, though, you know, I'm more, since I don't eat beef and I don't eat pork, I'm a little uh, limited on some of the things I eat. But at the end of the day, um, why is that? I'm not, we didn't ask why. Why? Mm, truly, man, I, I just looked at the animal himself. He just, <laughs> he don't look that good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm already a big dude. Mm. I'm a naturally big dude. Now I'm bigger due to whatever I don't do, you know, to make sure I stay on point. Then, but I'm sitting here saying, okay, looking at that motherfucking cow, that nigga, that he eating grass and he a big motherfucking. <laughs> naturally, I don't need that. I don't need that DNA in me. I don't need none of that. I don't need to cross this up nowhere. That pig ain't looking that healthy either. Mm-hmm. And then I understood you got to cure him basically in salt mm-hmm. just to just to make sure he, you can kill all of his parasites. I'm cool on that. Mm, and then they don't get them all. No, they don't. But the fact is, if that's how you have to cure the animal, and salt ain't already, salt kills all, why would I even do that? And me yeah. being a black man, I don't need all that. <laughs> I'm just understanding a little more than yeah. I knew yesterday. Yeah, yes, sir. You you're, know what I'm saying? You're more so, aware. Sir. You're more aware. Hey, man, it's, it's, and it's, it's not just a science. It's just easy looking. Just look at it. Yeah. Look at it for what it is, man. It is what it is, brother. I just want to know, like you said, when you go and uh, talking about the respect and appreciation, especially when it comes down to different countries that you emphasize, when you uh, had those that that run or the heavy run with Coolio, yeah, yeah. what are some memories that you know some people just don't know about him? Some people might look at him mm. like the party animal that he is. Okay, what are some other uh, values that you know that people might need to hear that mm. you've experienced with Coolio? As far all right, as all right. yeah, I mean that that well, that would be really a kind of easy one. It well. At one point in time, if people don't know, Cool may have been the biggest artist, rap artist in the world yeah. at one point for show. Yes, sir. Everybody know Gangsta's Paradise. They know that song. But as it goes, when it says, when I say to use the world, what happens is some things don't cross over. So what we know over here, we believe it's the biggest thing going. Wow. Well, what, you have, what happens is you can hit a world market and the world knows. Wow. So, yes, Cool hit the world market early. Damn. He didn't hit just the U.S. market. Yes. What happened is the U.S. market, a lot of people sold that up for themselves. 
and it's theirs. But they never had opportunity to hit the world market. The world market is so much larger than just the U.S. market. Mm. Can imagine. Oh, yeah. It, this is what takes you around. This is how you wake up in Africa and Egypt. This is how you wake up in China. This is how you wake up in countries. Talking about what the fuck, you know? <laughs> but you just woke up like, ha, ha, we over here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we over there. This is how you wake up in other countries. Talking about, yeah, this shit was, especially in the 90s. You know Different. It, it ain't no real. goddamn internet. No, mm-hmm. this shit is organic. It was just grown, you know. So at so, so cool, did he did that? And then one thing he did, he ain't never had security. So when you want to ask me what I really know is how to move and be accepted for who you are, just on some natural shit, you know. I mean, I could say we ain't gonna never let us. We, we was learned, we was taught as kids, if you leave with them, you come home with them. So, I mean, we're going to fight together, period. We're yeah. going to always fight together. But the fact is, he still never hired security. Clear up to the point when he left. He didn't. Have, he never had a security. We ain't never had no security team around us. You know, we roll and we roll right and, and did what we did. And we went to so-called areas that was that other people wouldn't want to go to. Yep. Is that and, a respect factor or is that just because Coolio knew how to move so well that he didn't have to? I'm going to say he himself as the brand— he did his he did his his shit right. First of all, he didn't he never fronted, never act like he was. Even when you know the money was all good, he still maintained his his understanding of everybody's money ain't the same. So you know you can't use money as the front. He knew that already though, because we come from the hard times. You know we didn't have it easy. So and with the fact that we all stayed together with this whole thing, yeah, cool, cool. May he he had a good understanding of yeah, just. He wasn't tripping. This wasn't no. He didn't. I saw his head blow, inflate a little. <laughs> you know That's when that, when he got that Grammy, I had to tell him one day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had yeah. to tell him. He was like, "Yo, fuck about that Grammy." And I pulled his card on that like just a few times, and I tugged on him. And in the end, he never even put it up. Neither he just like he put it down to the side and was like, "He." But he knew, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a nice trophy. Yeah. But after that, that's what this is. Yep. Thanks. Then he thanked he 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 enjoyed the trophy. Mm. Well, we got we all got fifty plaques, probably sixty plaques. Mm-hmm. You know things they don't give away no more. Mm-hmm. And nice trophies, but at the end of the day, man, that's it's it's, it's always the acknowledgement that feels right. That's too. what I said. That, but that's what it is. It's yeah. that we got it. It's yeah. done. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It, and we like it. We enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know. What was your favorite time and what country was this at with Coolio on dog. tour? All of them. All I mean, them. when I tell you, yeah, name like what, you like name the like best the, show. I know you, you said ha- Africa. I know you I'd be damned if you don't say Africa was one of them good experiences. Africa was a good experience. I mean, we, okay. we did Kenya, Uganda, but but Jesus, really? Oh wow. yeah, yeah. We hung out with uh, Idi Amin's kids and Uganda. Some of his kids. I mean, we just learned. You learn what happens is you wind up learning a lot, you know, and you're dealing with cultures and 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 getting better understanding of things that you would have never had the opportunity to to do, yes, but. We we woke up in Russia a couple of times now too, so you know we on the on the other end we were like yeah man I woke up in Russia and I'm gonna tell you yeah crazy crazy scary oh, no nah. scary fuck, no nah, not nah. scary talk to us talk. They, they lay it out why not at the end of the day we want to hear more we can't go to Russia I can't go to these dates I want to hear right, what was so right, special right. about it uh, I mean cause cause like I said it's like Russia is like this I think since we was brought by the government you know anything you do out there is uh, sanctioned. There we go. Mm-hmm. So since it was sanctioned by the government, the government was very aware of, of our presence the whole time. 
So all I have to do is look at somebody and like, man, I fit, man, what about that? You know, and sometimes I didn't even speak. If I just looked at it, it was there. What? I Julio had pulled in Russia to the point where it's Yer say if I just look at it. I didn't even speak. And I can come up with this by just just come up with it out the you know, the air. Yeah. Hey, I've looked at something and then when I look up, it was already sitting in my home. <laughs> Russia. Look, I said okay. <clears throat> bro. Already in my room, though. Nah, uh, I hear you. They, they play different over there. They take care of you. Get, get to the room. I'm like, fuck, I'm about to get killed by a spy. What's going on around <laughs> right, this motherfucker? Right, right. Let me pat you, know? you down real quick. Nah, ain't no need to pat his neck in. <laughs> oh, shit. She's she sitting there. I was going to say, that's why I tell you. Like, no don't need. even know where this is going, right? right? I know. Yeah. I come in the room. She already there. But all I, it, I'm going to keep 100. All I did was look because... It was it was a good. I seen it. I was like, damn, look at that right there. Yeah, you know. And but the people that was with us, they paying attention to everything too, mm-hmm. and apparently they caught the look. Yep. And they did that. They handled it for you. Man. Wow. Man, I see, like. I don't man, know. So that's what I'm trying to say. It's a different setup. Yeah. Man. You know, some real. Sh- they do some other sh- type of shit. It's you know. Now, motion. what's that experience like? Like. Cause I don't know if they sing the the song like yeah what? they all yeah they, they even if they don't know English they wind up singing all the songs in English though mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so they even though they're you're in Russia they're singing those songs mm-hmm. in English in a Russian accent mm-hmm. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and we was wind up we know uh, we was doing an Adidas tour but this is when I heard the term it's not Adidas it's Adidas. Uh, it's yeah. Adidas. Yeah. So when I learned it was Adidas, that's when I learned, you know, we put in the English action, Adidas. Yeah. Mm. Fuck no, it's Adidas. Adidas. Because yeah. they're, they're, they're based in French or in France, uh, right? Or where, where, hey. Adidas. 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 And everybody else knows that is Adidas. Adidas. Yeah, everybody else knows that. So well, what was up with Coolio's hair, bro? That was a staple of him. It was his image man, was something like man. was that something that he He like, came took to the table. In? He came to the table with that and then uh my ex wife was a um a beautician. She was a stylist. So she helped him maintain it for all the years. No really. Oh yeah, main one hundred percent. One he only went one place. Wow! Yeah, that comes because that's comfort too. He's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, yeah he like, hey, Tillier, I need my hair done. Tillier, I need my hair done. Tillier, I think some hair is missing. You know, <laughs> over time it was all changing. Yeah, you know, started to go down. Right. But but you really, he's, but he still couldn't go to nobody. Tillier, what am I gonna do? Tillier, really? how do I hold this? That's trust. You know, yeah. So I was sitting there like, hey, bro, you know. Cause he was different. He was out the box from early. From early, yeah. Bro. Cause like you hear it now, Maybe, you see yeah. people painting their nails and doing some out of, out of, of ordinary Whatever. shit. True. You know Whatever. what I mean? But mm-hmm. the image he saw that as like, hey, I can brand this. I could do something. What I tell you, uh, only OD being cool rocked that one. Mm-hmm. You know that was that was definitely one. And I will never understood. I won't know who came first, but <laughs> I can say since Cool was on the west and O was on the east, right. it was what it was. Right. They split it down the middle. Right both, down of y'all the middle. Had, both of y'all had it at the same time. Yeah. You know, because right. I met an, we met another Coolio, Coolio the underdog. Look just like oh shit, Coolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Up in yep. the back, uh, my my man from yep. the Crest, no them. So Coolio the underdog, and I was like, and he was Coolio also. Wasn't no pull off the name and all that. How do you go about? I mean, how that? I mean, not even that, but I'm just like, all right, now, now I'm gonna say that. So, Sorry, so watch this. Well, how cool Leo come about is, cool is a Leo. Like his, it's signed. What's that July, yes. June. Cool, no, cool September. September. Okay. Yeah, cool, cool is a Leo, and I gotta always remember September was that September. I forget the actual birthday, the date, but I got it in my phone. But anyway, so since he's a Leo, it's cool Leo. Mm. Was he, uh, he was always cool. 
Yeah, he's cool. Cool guy. Cool, yeah. No, he was always nicknamed Cool. No, his his first his first nickname was Old Man. Really? Yeah. Why yeah. so? Old soul? Uh, yeah, he just is old motherfucker, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah old man. You know? Yeah. Yeah, then the neighborhood. Smoking Newports? All that shit. <laughs> then the neighborhood, they call him Boo Daddy. Oh, you know, shit. so yeah, he, he was Boo. Okay. And everybody was like, Boo, Boo, Boo this, Boo that. And then one day he, was, he just became cool. You know, he cool, then he's a cool Leo. Mm-hmm. So he was a cool Leo. I just and that say, one stuck. I had to say for you, because like, being his DJ, you know, in, in his past, you know what I'm saying, and still right now actively uh, pushing his name, I'm like, at the end of the day, to have a friend as valued as you, yet alone a best friend or, you know, uh, I don't know how deep you guys' friendship mm-hmm, title mm-hmm, goes. Mm-hmm. But as far as that, that respect level that, you know, what I'm hearing right now, you can't pay for that. You can't buy that. He's not here right now, but to the level which you're able to represent him as, yeah. you know what I'm saying? This is what I hope when I pass. I still got individuals, which I know, you know what I'm right, saying, man, is going right. to be able to do the same thing. As it should be. So I just say for you is like, what makes you want to do that? What did he do? What is What are, what, what makes you want to speak in him in highly levels? Hmm. See, I, these are some, this is something I've never thought about. Like, because it's, it's not done because it's him, that's for sure. Hmm. It's done because... This is who I've been fucking with the whole time. So it's not because it's Coolio. It's not be. It's because this is something that I've been doing now for over thirty plus thirty five years, almost forty years. He, my, let me see, my legacy is attached to his automatically. Right. His has to be treated a certain way because mine is gonna be treated a certain way. I'm going to uphold him because I'm upholding myself while I'm doing him. Yes, sir. I mean, I just, it's, it just is, it's just hand in hand. So like even with this, uh, the projects we've been doing, we started working on that new album in 2020. Mm-hmm. And he and I agreed that this is probably going to be the last album. Somebody recently said, man, why a, a, a lot of the songs you guys are talking as if it was already past tense. Well, you guys, we already knew that this was probably the last album. Damn. We just didn't know he was leaving. Right. Mm-hmm. He was so, supposed but, to still be here. So now, but the songs speak past. Mm. Like the new one, he lays it out. His name, where his name came from, who influenced him, DJ Wino, what he did, what he brought to the table. He gave the whole thing up. People are like, how can you get that? If, like, you, he knew he was leaving. No, he didn't know he was leaving. But we was already wow. saying, "This is the last." Album. Take care, you guys. Wow. This is it wow. for the game. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So yeah, That's it had deep. nothing. That's to, super yeah. deep, it, and it is. The, so the whole album speaks a lot of past. It's like future, future past in a sense. You know, he got a sh- shine on me. He got a song talking about if people would just allow him to live his life. You know, but when you hear this in past, in present. You like this? Wow, he's asking people just accept me for who I am. Right. And then he passes, and everybody still got their name. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, whether they, it's a good thing or bad thing. But he's he was telling you the whole time. Damn, let me be. Allow me to live my life. You know. And all this is now it's recorded and it's done. Right. You know. So yeah, it was it, it was a it was a trip. And then to make this so we can understand the legacy part. The real cleat. The real understanding is on the first album. His very first album called It Takes a Thief, I recorded and did almost 14 songs out of 16 or something, or, or 12 out of 14, however it went. I did the whole album. And then here it goes again. His last album, on the whole album. Mm. Wow. Wow. Back home, full circle. But that's 
those those signs, and you ever take a step back? Uh, kinda, of course. How, how how do you how do you go about dealing not dealing yeah, with you, it? But how, how, how do you, you deal with it? How did you track that? Like, what is oh, your bro, diagnosis? I drowned, I drowned when I was about three, and I got resuscitated. So, you know, I don't. You put, saw the light. Now I ain't see shit. It was dark as a <laughs> motherfucker. When, when I woke up, I wanted to play. I asked, I asked can I finish playing? They were like, they were like, um, no. Yeah, <laughs> you know, really? So they got you back in. Well, yeah. When I came back, I don't. You don't know where you was. You don't know that. I don't know I was gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the truth is I was on, uh, probably just unconscious at the point still. But I was done. I was out. Heart me, I was done. Yeah. Because um, I drowned already. But you drowned. Yeah. You still, yeah, do you, know, you still don't know how to swim or do you know how to swim? Hell yeah, I had to learn. It took me about <laughs> another 38 years or something crazy. <laughs> You're in there But now. I'm like, I got that shit. Nigga. I stay on my back and float all We're day. Doing, doing that hey, for again. three or four days, if that's what it takes. <laughs> I ain't going out easy. No, um, no. yes, sir. But yeah, when I drown, though, I do remember the point of falling in. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. When, when, I, when I did drown, I remember the point of falling in the water. I remember everything I did, but I didn't know how to swim. And I remember talking under, you know, trying to get help underwater. That's yeah. the real, probably why I drowned. Understood. Yeah, I should have kept that panic my, mode. Yeah, I should have kept my goddamn mouth shut. <laughs> but the the fact is, it all happened quicker. So from there, I woke up on my back outside, uh, uh, on the side of the pool, with a lot of people around me, and people were just staring there. And, they, and when I woke up, the first thing I was like. Damn, can I finish playing? <laughs> you know, I don't know no better. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm a kid. You date right. mouth to mouth? I don't know. He was three. I was done. Yeah. First I was done. Yeah, it could have been, been a big old black man, <laughs> yeah. crusty kissing on me. I wouldn't have known, homie. Yeah, I'm right. like, you know, he could have came back like, hey, you back. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. Thank you, bro. Hey, no cap. I wouldn't have known. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I, when I looked up and I seen the look on everybody's face, I, I got an understanding that whatever was happening was real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was real because everybody was around me. And the only thing I wanted to do was play. Where were you at? Um, in the jungles. That's only, yep. Okay. Yeah, I was in the jungles. That's Wait. Where. In the jungles? I know Training Day, Denzel Washington. Yeah, yeah, in the jungles, yeah. Oh. Off Cocoa Ave, I think we got oh, some apartments shit. over hey, you know, you know Training Day. I mean, I don't know the jungles. I ain't gonna lie. You don't know. I, I was training sitting day. in Pelican Bay when he in that cul-de-sac. Uh, That's I the jungle. Remember, I can't recall so, the so at one point in time, you know, like prominent, prominent blacks, if you was in Hollywood or doing good, the jungles was uh, was an area that you moved to because you you were making it. Mm. You know, you, you actually, things was going good. You probably had a career, and that career was paying you. So we had some family up in the jungles. Oh. So we, you know, we we an East Side family. We coming to swim. <laughs> you're the, you're yeah. the, the family we're, coming in. <laughs> we're coming to swim. Open the gate. All that, and okay. that's what happened. You know, oh, man. that's exactly what happened, bro. I got, the album title. We have a title for it. Yeah, we got a title, man. Long live Coolio. Long live Coolio. As it should be. Hell yeah. Hell you yeah. Know, so pay pay respect and tribute to a, a person that definitely deserves it, especially when it comes to music. You know, uh, a lot of people don't understand that Gangsta's Paradise came off the second album, but the setup for how it went between the first album to Gangsta's Paradise, man, it was cool says Gangsta's Paradise came to him. Mm. And I would still, you know, if he said it, it's cool. I believe it. But I was like this, whatever. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But but he said, no, Wano, it came to me. I didn't make Gangsta's Paradise. I'm the executive producer of the project. Okay. But Doug Rashid made Gangsta's Paradise. And when he said it came to him, though, he said, I didn't even write nothing down. I just went in there and spit it. 
And he was not punching in it this time. There's no punching in. You can punch. Yeah, yeah. He just, but it, it all came to him. Yeah. As I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, I see. Yeah, take a look at my life and see now. It all came to him. He said, and I, I was like this. Good, you know. I still didn't think it was the appropriate song at the time because of how where music was at that second. Right. And where was that? Music, you were either leaning towards some street shit, or like I said, or you was some East Coast hip-hop. Mm-hmm. What the, the South hasn't had their turn yet. Nobody else was really warm. You had maybe one person from each region that was warming up. Mm-hmm. But the, the the West was known for this sound that they want to keep 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 us, where they keep us in this box, gangster music. Mm-hmm. The East was known for hip-hop. So I was like, where would gang, where does Gangsta's Paradise sit in this? Damn. You know? So I truly didn't understand. And then when I finally saw the video, people going to learn. They're going to be like, Wanda, you wasn't in that video. I haven't been in a lot of videos. It's not because I, I just was busy, honestly, but <laughs> when I saw Michelle Pfeiffer in it, right? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, when I looked up and I realized, I'm like, oh, that's white gold. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a diamond yeah. in your video. And, 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 and they brought her out for that video. I said, yeah, they about to put that shit on. And this is going to have that shit behind it. You know what I'm saying? So when you know, this is when I learned the power of the real true power of marketing and and the whole campaign of PR and all that. So well, that, that's that film money mm-hmm. got behind it. What was this record label at the time? Actually, Tommy Boy did not release Gangsta's Paradise first. So whoever was in control of the movie put it out as a soundtrack. And then, oh. Tom, and then Tommy Boy grabbed it. We were all on Tommy Boy though. Tommy Boy was the home label. Okay. But whoever put out, because I do, I don't remember every single who put gangs, whoever made the movie, and the movie wasn't called Gangsta's Paradise. So, yeah. But whoever made that movie, that's when they put that out as a a single, and Tom and them grabbed it and said, "We gonna we gonna do this right." Yeah, yeah. They did. That was like to see you again with Wiz Khalifa with the Fast and Furious before okay. that. But you know yeah, what I that kind of that kind of deal. Yeah, you know. And, and but then Cool had the chance to do that a few other times because he did see you when you get there. Then yeah, mm-hmm. that came out for a movie also. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was getting movie money. Oh yeah, he was getting that movie money. He was man, getting that fucking yeah. movie money. Going through the difference of like like you said, going up in Carson and. Uh, uh, Damn, you said Coolio was from... Uh, Heath Compton. Compton. I knew it was one of those C. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Compton. Growing up from these areas. Now going through the transition of actually, you know, going on tour overseas. Now going to, like, you know, you're a worldwide global enterprise now mm-hmm. at this point with, with Coolio. What is, what do you... How are you... How are you living your life? How are you delivering your messages? What what investments are you making along these times other than just being a DJ? How are you appreciating life? You know, what do in you... the 20s, it really didn't change that much. You know, I, I, I didn't open my understanding up First of all, uh, see, what you asked me, you don't understand what to do with money until you make money. You have to make money to have a clue with what to do with money. That's a fact. And if you don't have it, you'll never get the clue to what to do with the money, right? So by the time I'm hitting 28, then we, then now I'm over here saying, so from 22, 28, that's not that many years. But I have the opportunity to touch. Now I got an opportunity. Yep. I'm touching some money. I'm going, shit, this money leaves fast if you ain't careful. Mm-hmm. I'm noticing that. So... I started realizing I better go buy. I bought some apartments. Hmm. Yeah, I bought in Westchester. I bought a home. Oh, out here on mm-hmm. California. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought. Yeah, I bought a, a home. I made sure I purchased a home for my family. So I started doing little things, which instead of just buying cars, low riders, and motorcycles and shit like that, because I did that too. Though. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Know you but but I made sure I bought homes, and honestly, that was the only clear, uh, the clear. 
teacher. That was my teacher. You better buy property. Not saying it works for everybody. Not saying it's the smartest thing. But when you're coming from not understanding nothing, that was the best thing for me. Yeah? Yeah, property actually was the best thing. Bro. What was the first home that, your first apartment? How much did that? Oh, well, first was? I went from a family home for my family. Okay. And then I, I pitched in with one of my homeboys, and we purchased some eight units. So they're from, from the home to the eight units, and that was the first time I started saying, okay, if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to put some money back into some apartments. What was your in- first initial investment into the eight units? Mm, I can't remember the number itself. No, I but I can tell you from there, I only understood to start, I always made investments with property, real estate. I start buying stuff. I say how many, how many properties do you have now? I, I'm back down to two. I'm, I'm back down to some normal shit, but what I did, because I liquidated again because I bought a trucking company too. Oh, I mean, my whole story is a, I got a ride. I mean, I'm talking about like right now, I own five diesels. This I'm is, also, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm still yeah. on. I'm still on my move. This is going you know? back to our conversation in the. Yeah, I'm elevator still on my move. Like, yeah. you're gonna, Respect. Yeah. I own. I own a couple of properties. I own diesels. I own the record label. I mean, we still own understanding how it makes what it means to make money. Yes, sir. You know, but that money, you would have never had uh, any. Uh, I couldn't have got the lesson unless I had an opportunity to make some money. Yeah, and that's just the sad part about money how it works. You know, I look at Cool Cool. He did a show every single day, every weekend of his life. And he knew that this is what it takes for me to eat. So his investment thoughts wasn't like mine because he could actually make money every weekend. If he wanted to, no matter no, what. Period. That's what he did. He did a show every single weekend. And I didn't go back. I didn't start going back on tour, y'all, until 2021, maybe. I did. I stopped in 90, 95, 96. I stopped going on tour. Oh, you took a break. Yeah, I raised my family. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, okay. I raised I raised my family. I mean, I, and I made sure that they were straight. And after I got divorced, I was like, well, shit, ain't nothing keeping me around here no longer. <laughs> and I was like, the stage looking like a hey, no, hey, let me go. <laughs> hey, cool. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. He he put me on he put me on ice for about a whole damn year, like. <laughs> Well, well, I know, man, you know, he was, cause he was bitter. He was bitter as a motherfucker because I left in the first place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's like, well, you know, man, I just don't mean we got to fix. Then, he, then one day he he said, man, you ready to go back on the road, man? I was like, oh, yeah, you big here. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Stay ready. I said, I'm just, you know, let me know when it's real. And he's like, it's coming up, you know, because he, he signed a contract for I Love the 90s, which is uh, something that happens every single year. But he had been doing that for 10, maybe seven years, eight years already. Yeah. So that I love the '90s was his main gig for the summer, and I told him I'd sign up for those. So last year, you know, we was I love the '90s, but it was all the, you know, uh, it was all European. So Holland, Denmark, oh. Brussels, um, I mean, just everything was overseas. Wow, it was all overseas. I love the '90s, and basically, we did with most EDM artists. We were just that hip hop, the hip hop artists on play. Oh. Yeah, 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 wow, yeah. 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 So stupid. You, you stood out also, is what I'm saying Stunk. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're black. We only black people out there. <laughs> yeah, I was st- saying. Yeah, we stood out. <laughs> we stood nah, out. Not that was hip hop. Yeah, <laughs> nah. Hip hop. We did stand out. Yes, sir. It was only hip hop artists on the EDM on the EDM stage. Right. So and it was appreciated. It was highly appreciated. I want to so. talk about the single out now, and it's on your shirt. A Star is born. Yeah, that's that one. Man. Out, out now. I mean, it's not out it. now. No, no, it will be. When no, it is out, out now. Thank you. you. Got you. I got you. It's out now. Thank you. So, a star is born. What does that mean? Coolio was a star. You are a star in your own right. So right. it's like, what does that mean behind the title of that? Oh man, Tretch from Naughty by Nature. 
Yeah, he's the lead on this one. He came out and, uh, when I when I positioned, I was like, "Cool's gone by this time," and uh, Cool left me. Like I said, the lyrics of saying who he was, how he got his humble beginnings, and all he, he left that already behind. And I was playing it. I said, "Tretch, you know, we really try to only deal with people that that uh that had the mutual respect already. Mm-hmm. Cool respect them. They respect Cool. And plus, Naughty by Nature was label mates with us in the '90s on on Tommy Boy Records. Gotcha." So Tretch was like, bro, send that to me. And I was like, damn, you kind of busy right now. Tretch been doing New Jack City. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been Nino Brown on New Jack City. Yep. So he's been, that that play took, that play kept him real busy, plus a few other movies and things. So Tretch was like, man, I can't wait to touch this mic, and I'm going to do it for bro, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do it for cool. So when I sent it to him, man, he looked up. About, about two weeks went by, man. He said, I can't send it to you unless I send it right. Came back and said, here it is, Ronald. And I knew the story already. When I heard it, I knew the story. Yeah. Because I knew the moments. Right. And all he did was make me remember the moments. Put it together in the book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was it, it was the moments that we lived already. And I was like this, okay, now the world get to hear that about when Cool and Tretch hooked up. Cool broke it down, who he was, when we hooked up. And I actually finished it up and finished it up on when we and how we came and where we went to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the the story of the plight of it all. And it was the stars born. And everybody, so far, man, I'm going to tell you, most people cry when they when I play it. Really? So, yeah, so I'll be like, you know, it's kind of depressing a little. Is this post, 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 how do they say that? Post, it's after his death. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yes, yes. So, you know, as they say, it's this posthumous, uh, releases now so the songs now are all of course because he's not here but certain song, all of them were recorded prior to his death of course because we we don't fuck around no AI that that moment we, we're gonna allow that to happen later on in life mm. naturally have you got approached for it already though yeah we've been people talk to us about it but more we were more concerned about the visuals yeah, yeah. Than, than, than the audio because yeah. we, we I do have a whole shitload of audio yeah you got a vault I gotta do I do have a vault so wow. back to so back to stars born man it was it was just crazy how it came together and then I needed something the words this is a place where stars are born MC Shan, MC Shan first said it on the bridge with Marley Ma if you the hip hop hip hop no mm. MC Shan and Marley Ma and them people KRS battle for their positions so when you start learning your music, and you be like, whoa, whoa, this is a real motherfucking legend. Mm. MC Shan said, this is a place where stars are born. I took that, and I said, Shan, I need you to say that for me live. So I had to go through this little thing. I said, uh, I don't know where Shan at. A man said, uh, I go to Premier. Premier said, DJ Premier. DJ Premier, East. Yeah, say G- less. Yeah, Premier said, oh, why don't I, uh, I, think he, I think he was on the breakfast. I think Nori knows him. Next thing you know, Nori was like, yeah, got his line. So next thing I know, Shan called me. Yo, I'm right here. What's happening? I'm like, I need that. I need need this right here, brother. I need you to say this live. And I said, because I don't want to pay somebody else on, like, I mean, I wouldn't use the masters, somebody else's stuff, because I'm like, we don't do that, man. It's hard enough for us to eat off of this. And I was like, Shan, I'd rather give you some, put this in your pocket, and you just say the few, this is the place where stars are born, bro. He said, say less. 
That's Running. fire. Yeah, and and I got there with it's just when things come together from behind being a behind being um veterans in a sense. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. You know I was say cause you made a couple phone calls and then that's off of the reputation of what you've built in your in your life. It's it's all treated with respect. But also seeing Love the vision. Respect. You've seen the you've seen the final product before you even started. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the beautiful part about music. It's in your head before anybody else ever it's an opportunity to touch it. Mm-hmm. Like anything, like anybody's artistic uh, creativity, man. It's already there. Mm-hmm. All we do is look at it, line it up, bring it, make it reality, and then see if the world is feeling you. Yes. And if the world feels it, then it is what it is. And that's how we approach it. Anything we do, we like. Hell, uh, it's in your head. Bring it out. Make it a make it make it right there where you can touch it. And this now becomes tangible. You can you can purchase it. You can do whatever you want to do with it. I mean, yes, it's yours. If you don't like it. That's your prerogative, too. Being in the music industry, I'm not going to lie, Wino. When you, because you, you, you've heard, you've been through a lot. So it's like record labels. Uh, what I want to say? You have, actually, hold on. Man, look, I got one for y'all. Y'all didn't even know my remix for This Is How We Do It for Montel Jordan became the single. It what? is. It, it just, nobody knows. Because like you said. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I must, like you said, Wino, you produced Fantastic Forge. Everybody knows that. It should say it. It says it on everything. But yeah. but nowadays, see, it's not all written in where it needs to be. Yeah. But Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. <laughs> is my, my remix became the single, so I got that under my belt. This is how we do it, Montel Jordan. Yeah, another 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 what we call classic. I think I would call that a motherfucking classic. <laughs> That's the class. There it is, you know. For sure. How yeah. do? Okay, so wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait, wait. Because I would have never known that. So you actually the whole creative process with that. You actually worked with Montel, or so they came to me. Um, Paul Stewart was uh, DJP. It was uh, my manager at the time. He managed Montel. He managed Coolio. He had a bunch of his roster was full at the time. What happened is he said to me, "Yo, we got this song that's gonna come out." Uh, under PMP, which is under Def Jam at the time. And he said, why it's an R&B song? And it's missing just a something. He said, it's missing something. And I'm like, play it. Shit. Let me see. And I heard what he was saying. Well, what did you hear? That, like, what was it? What was it, it was missing? Miss, it was missing the thump. Okay. It didn't have that. That at the time, it didn't have, it wasn't 808 driven. Mm-hmm. It was R&B. Yeah. You know, it was a good mix though. It was because he used uh Children's story, you know, Slick Rick. Rick yeah, mm-hmm. he used that. Of course, that's what that's what it is. And then OG Pierce, rest in peace. Also, that brother produced it, but these these R and B producers. So what they did, they don't they wasn't concentrating like on hip hop, on the drums. Yeah. So I was like, mm, I hear it though. So we need this motherfucker to go. This is how we doom 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 doom. We had to bring that 808 out, those snaps and the claps. We had to bring this live, make it come pop out. And next thing I know, I get, a call. No, I, get, I, I get a call from Russell telling me, you know, that's it. That's and everybody one. like, that's it. I'm like, that's it. That's it. That pay me. That's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and all yeah. the rest. Do I get royalties? And we're going through the whole thing. But when I look up, bro, who knew would have known that that was going to be another one of those classics? You, so, they literally gave you... The final product, as you... Yeah, it says it. Says it. What could you do to it? You tweaked it, added in the more 808s, enhanced it, and now we have the This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan that we all listen to right now. No, the single says, "What you? Well, this is how you know. 
you won't know because, of course, information is not just put out there. But if you say, this is how we do it, wino mix, it's the fucking single. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. God and that's respect, though, because no, nah, we everybody we still listen to that to this day. Yeah, to this day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, me too. I tour. We still tour with him. But my, my shit, Montel's still on tour. Yeah, say he's, less. On, he's on. A, he's on the ninety. I love the nineties tour. All the OGs yeah, be yeah, on yeah, tour, yeah. bro. They I don't. I don't I'm a hip hop. I don't do the. I mean, my girl might, but I don't. I mean, do you know, the, it's an age. Pos- it's yeah, an age thing. Too, like I'm trying to go see BBD and everybody. Oh, like well, well, the homies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all those. Hey, bro, it's an age thing. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. And if you really, you like, it, it gets to take you back for a moment. Like it takes you back to a, a moment in your life where you was like. Shit, nigga, I ain't even had high blood pressure at that time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you like, no, really? I'm You're like, gonna give yourself two yeah, hours we, to we, take you back in we, time. We all at that age where you know we got to be very cautious of everything we do. So mm-hmm. your pops and everybody like this, yeah, I don't even want to tell you what I was doing at that time. You know, he want to tell you met your mom that day. That's a trick. Hey, hey, hey! You, know, you don't want to say it. <laughs> Have you ever been a freak Nick? Yeah, of course I've been. Oh, a freak tell me about freak Nick. I'm not gonna cap because I don't know nothing about that. What's oh, freak man, about? that's when I first ran into. See, the brat wasn't she was just coming out. It's Atlanta. We man. running her at the Waffle House. We we run everybody. Freak Nick was basically um when the when his kids get out of school or whatever, it was just a moment where Atlanta turned the fuck up mm-hmm. all the way up in the summer. And it was just wild. Bro. Outside though, not no club. No, no, yeah, it was outside. Everything was just outside at the park. It was a done deal, man. Just go up. Yeah. And the cl- and they did have club. I mean, there was clubs cracking too, because they would try to schedule you know, things that happen because shows and all that. There we but go. it damn sure was an outside event because they shut the freeway down. Next thing you know, you just outside on the freeway for about four hours. Mm-hmm. Everybody out the trunk with it. Partying? Yeah, they shut it down. Boom. What trunk. year is this? This <laughs> Like 95, 94. Nah, because they don't I'm do this. I'm born in 96, bro. Yeah, I'm so, I'm like, yeah, and they might 90, the whole Freaknik lasts from probably 91, maybe 92, all the way to them, date, to them dates. But yeah, you can shut it down. A lot of places shut the streets down. When the streets get shut down, it's shut down. Shut down. New York is always, in the, in the boroughs, they've been known for shutting the streets down the whole time, bro. Yeah, you go down the right street, it's not, it's not that's it. You shouldn't have turned down that street. Now you lo- now you stuck. Type. You get out your car. You shouldn't even have a car, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, just get out the car, That's man. That's the truth. Take it. Is. Come back and get your car tomorrow. That is the truth. Yeah. That, so a lot of places can live like that out here. Experiencing over the East Coast to the West Coast, you know, how how is that? How is that for you, especially, you know, being a DJ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a beauty. I mean, the DJing right now, when I, well, for then, even DJs have always, especially used to, it was more of like a, it was a passage, a rite of passage, you know, to be like, hey, yo, I'm a, especially if you were a half-ass decent DJ. So, and if you're a good DJ, that makes a big difference. But like for your Battle Cats, your um, Aladdin, DJ Aladdin, I'll say names that nobody knows maybe now, but Battle Cats, she should know, constantly know, keep his name because he's relevant at this second. And But you had DJ Aladdin, who, who comes before Cat, you got shit people like joe cooley you got the dj pools that came early you got a lot of djs of course that really paved the way i mean the glove i can start name and i can just go through too many names of djs but these dudes had names because they was already being they were djs you know so east coast had the same thing east coast had they hand they did 
Come on, Grandmaster Flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clark Kent. I mean, we can just go through names, red alert. Um, we could just use names, Kid Capri. Uh, you know, people that have that have been doing and been good at their craft the entire time. Then you got the kids that come, like I said, DJ, like Primo, D- DJ Premier. Mm-hmm. Your DJ Wino comes in. All these DJs come in over time, and it's just always was respected. It was always respected. The, the, the DJs have always been like, respect. Yeah. You know, to, and it's still like that today, man, even though the platforms are bigger now. But I know that the DJs aren't fronting on you. I can just see it. They they just be like, even if it's not all like, ah, we're going to, you know, it's all bam. Yeah. Bam. Mm-hmm. I know. Nope. Good looking out. That's, that's respect, though. Yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's really a risky for you. Like, like the DJs. podcast to podcasting, you know, it's one of those things similar yeah, to. It's like you guys are so respect. I mean, but that's how they, so the East Coast DJs, you know, they, they are really, they were big influencers at one time when hip hop had its crown. You know, they were super influencers. Yeah. You know, yeah. So as things change, though, you look up in each region's DJs now hold their belt for where they are regionally. Right. You know, the music has been, music has been, um, it's been separated. They did, it was, it's been done what, what we said was going to happen. Everything was going to be put in the subcultures. It's subcultured out now. Mm. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So it's hard to make money subcultured out. When you say they all help... They all hold their belts individually. Yeah. Each. Where you, each. Where do you have? Where do you hold yours? I hold my own. That's why I'm right here. Mm-hmm. So, so own. my belt, and I still DJ to this day, man. I still believe. I practice scratching. I practice. I practice. You still on vinyls? I have. Yes. Wow. But now, what I don't, I don't practice every day on vinyls. Okay. Because it's not. If you go to a club, you can't. Yeah, you need to be. You need to be right. Be a technical savvy. Right. Technical. You know? All tech. Yeah, I need to go right in and be like. Oh shit! I'm on some DJ days. I'm on you know, oh this that bullshit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wish I'm out here. You know, I gotta go radio. My dad got... hears you loud and clear right now because I'm still trying to get him to try to transition, but he's just so stubborn he don't want to transition. Well, yeah, but well, I don't blame him. But are you going there and be like this? Oh, these damn this got latency and it's gonna be seconds off. My scratching is gonna sound like I am DJ Wino. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's not it's not it's not real. It's not live. It's not the same movement. It's not the same feel. But you gotta stay technical savvy. Yeah. You gotta stay in there. You gotta uh, adjust with the times. You gotta oh, be relevant. You, you really to to be relevant. You do. Yeah. Yeah, if, you, if you don't want to be relevant, then you fade away. That's what's gonna happen. And I'm not choosing to fade away right now. You know, I'm over here drinking on. I'm, you know, I told you I'm. A, I drink shots. I mean, I'm. Old, I'm a. Like, I'm a man's man. I'm over here drinking on a month of Ciroc vodka spritz. Spritz. Sponsored. You know what I'm saying? Sponsored. Sponsored hey. by DJ Wino. Hey, look, sunset. Cirque, uh, citrus. Hey, Diddy, I we got need a that plug right citrus. now. Get you some now. <laughs> you dig? Hell so, yeah. so yeah. Times change, man, and you just gotta roll with the times. So I'm agreed. Yeah. I, I mean, we've we've touched on a lot. Just one thing before we get out of here, Werner. I want to ask you. You touched on "Long Live Coolio" to be what probably one of the last albums that you are gonna be fully engaged mm-hmm. in. What you, what is your plan after? Like, what are you planning to do for the rest of your life once this project hits the streets and everything? Well, man, I'm, I'm I want to go into what would already have lined up next before I even get to that because I had signed an EP with Razzcast, like I had said. So okay. just on that alone, we had already started. Production has already started. And uh, for those who don't know who Razzcast is, I'm going to ask you to Google him first. But second, understand that he is hands down one of the most lyric- lyrical uh, artists that came off the West Coast. And he has so happens to be from Carson as well. Yeah. 
This is how the connection between Razzcast and Absol came about. Absol was from Carson as well. So what happens is we have this little Carson connection going yeah. on. Educating me. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. We have a little Carson connection going on. Then I talked to, I reached out to, and this is, these guys are going to be laughing in a second, but I talked to Obi Trice. And for those who don't know who Obi Trice is, that's a Detroit brother uh, down with D12, down with a lot of the people. But this is from the Detroit side of things. Hell of a lyricist. He's going to be down with the project. When I talk to Exhibit, he, his ass is out there with us now in Vegas hanging out. So he's down with the project. This is this is how we do it. We really go make things hip-hop. We, it's all organic. We pull it out the crate. We pull it out the mud. We pull it out the soil. And we put some water on it. And then we watch it grow. That's fucking amazing. You know, and then, then I figure out after that, after I finish these projects, I say, well, hell, man, I've had a nice time. I'm, I've enjoyed myself. I might go... St- hiatus for a couple of years but i do have plans because i have people around me that's so talented it's hard for me to just step away yeah it's hard yeah. even if I, I mean i probably won't be hands-on production any longer because it's a new time a new day and mm-hmm. a lot of things are, the young guns do the i want guns. them yeah. i want i want them and i want to sit back and at the helm and say well the it is a proper way to release this too, and I want to make sure I'm technical savvy on that end. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm the kind of dude that want to make sure. Yeah, I have a scheduler for to do all my uh, social media. Yeah, you know, because I, I can't handle all the platforms. There's so many out there now. I gotta have a scheduler. You know, I mean, this is what it takes. Yeah, to stay relevant. And let's all just make this clear: why or why not? Fucking independent. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. one one pick records, man. One pick entertainment. Yes, it's the sir. company, so it is what it is, y'all. We're going to stay independent, and we will never, ever take that machine unless they offer us so much money, It can't. we cannot turn it down. I love it. Yeah, love but it. and even then, I'll still keep my rights as an independent label. Always. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So, yeah so. Man, this is fucking great, bro. Why not? Before we do get out of here, is there anything that you want to let the people know before, you know? Man, you know, homies, I'm going to say this. When it comes to people like Coolio, especially, do some homework, especially for the people. You you know who Tupac is. If you don't know who Tupac is, you're supposed to do your homework. When it comes to Coolio, do your homework. Sometimes people come in your life and you might not know the name. Do some homework. Do a little bit of investigating. You'll find out that this person's life is so much bigger than what you know. And you'll be just amazed that, damn, I didn't know all this. Damn, I didn't know all that. So let's do a little homework. Find out who some of the people are because their music is here. It's been influential the whole time to not just your parents, even to you because we have 1 billion plus. We almost um, at 1.5 billion streams, and that's views also on a lot of our music and videos. So you don't get numbers like that unless the world knows. Timeless. And we didn't buy these views. They're just organic. So do a little homework, y'all. Check uh, out the homie. And that's even doper. I just went on the Fantastic Voice. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. That when what year did that come out if you can't say the year? It's on the back of my shirt. I think right. it's ninety three. So about ninety three. <laughs> yeah. I just went on that. You got still people commenting on that video from two weeks ago, six months ago, three three weeks ago, three months ago. Like people are still making recent comments on something you put out. I'm the dude with the big afro. Then. <laughs> you know, I still got it. Just, still got it. You I still just, got the lineup. Oh no, man, you. I mean, I could grow it back. Don't make me <laughs> throw it back. It. Before we get out of here, I'm sorry, Jay. One time, new re, uh, your, your new uh, song with uh, Too Short. Yeah. Oh man, tag if tag can, you yeah. it. Yeah, freeze tag you it. So Too Short came, blessed, cool. 
We did all this stuff, man, prior. This was during pandemic. And then uh, it was time to release it, of course. And that was the first song we finished. And tag. You yeah, it. Yeah. You should check it out. You it's, it. It's lit. Oh, man. It's lit, it, y'all. No it'll, make, it'll make you move. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's a couple of versions out. We remixed it now a couple of times. But pick the version you like. Yeah, Fuck man. with it. Hell, yeah. Hit me off if you really want it. Find a way to get in touch with me. I even send acapella out and you remix it yourself. I mean, this is what it means Ooh. when you're an independent label. You can just do whatever you want. Do to, whatever you want. To the rap homies, not real life. Take that shit. Don't take that shit for granted. You know what I'm saying? This is a real life DJ that's willing to work with whomever as oh, long as you come homework. correct. You do feel me? Homework. It's easy. easy yeah, and, that, call. and, that, and that, that's. I just want to say to you, we appreciate you for reaching out and even wanting to make this happen and us be able to sit down with you to, to tell this story and and understand, be educated for ourselves on this because we did our homework and we were like, bro, we have to. Appreciate it was one of those ones where we gotta meet one. You know respect, what I mean? Bro. Like I, I want respect. To, thank you. No, thank Off you again. Top, no, thank that's you. That's how we operate. Hold we on. Appreciate. Before we get out of here, shout out Gabby. Thank you, Gabby. She did that, WTF. Yeah. See? <laughs> See? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, Gabby, if you got it this far. You did? Gabby, yeah. Gabby and Steph. Hell See? yeah. I'm going to go ahead and hit you off. All right. But that's your <laughs> team, though. That's your that team. That is the team, homie. That's yeah. my, that is the team. If y'all made it this far, make sure you follow, like, comment, subscribe, man. We appreciate y'all for tuning in for real, bro. All right. Y'all already know the vibes, man. It's your boy, JG. You already know it's J. Jonah. DJ Wino. Signing out this thing, man. Y'all already right. know the vibes. Turning speakers down, because you already know. It's blowing smoke! Yes, sir. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.